What's up, guys? Welcome back to All We Do Is Podcast, where all we do is podcast, except for when we're not. I have to be a little bit quieter than usual today, because I'm actually sitting outside my apartment, and I don't want to bother my neighbors. I know you're thinking, apartment? I know you guys all think I'm this rich TikTok star, but the truth is I get in and out of my Bugatti just like everybody else. What I'm doing today... You know, I don't know what I'm doing, to be honest with you. I'm sitting out here with my thoughts. It's really cold. I'm freezing my little cheeks off. Well, they're not little. They're they're petite. And uh, also, if you'll notice, what I'm doing is one of my many defense mechanisms to avoid um, talking about what's really on my mind. You guys may hear some cars go by, and I apologize for that. Like I said, we're outside. But, um, so... <coughs> I talked about it before on the podcast too. I believe that I uh, struggle with um, anxiety and depression. Um, and lately, I've just been I've been in a bit of a rut myself. You know what I mean? Uh, not feeling great about life or myself or the people around me. Uh, I haven't been sleeping well. Probably, that's probably an anxiety thing. And, um, this might be a rambling mess, because I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure what I'm doing here, but, uh, and I may post this, I may not. I'll definitely be listening to it back for my own edification, but, um, so I guess a little history about me to start. Uh, my, uh, I don't know, I guess you call my struggle or my fight with depression really started for me back in high school. Um, it's when I started to develop issues with my own self-worth and thinking I'm not good enough. Uh, I played soccer my whole life and um, I would often often find myself in these leadership positions um, that I really, I really wasn't fighting for or asking for. If I'm being totally honest with myself, I was super intimidated by those positions. They were not something that I looked forward to at all. And, uh, it, you know, sometimes it put me at odds with other kids, other other players who wanted those roles. And um, I remember, I don't know if, if you're not familiar with soccer, but uh, something called a corner kick in soccer where, excuse the car, where one player will be on the um, corner of the field with the ball at their feet and they're going to be kicking the ball or playing the ball into the goal box where the defending players and offensive players are waiting. And the idea is if you're one of the attackers to head, kick, whatever, the ball into the goal and if you're a defender to get the ball out. Every time I was one of the attackers in the box, first of all, I would always try to be on the outside of the box to get what they called the trash ball if it bounced out of the box. I didn't want to be anywhere near the ball. And uh, I never told anybody, but I was always thinking, I'm going to screw this up. I don't want it to come to me. Please don't come to me. Please don't come to me. I'm going to screw this up. And, uh, yeah, it's um, it's weird because, like I said, I I find found myself in these leadership positions, uh, 
captain of a couple teams. Not all the time. I wasn't all the time, but captain of a couple of my teams, and I just didn't know know why. Not only did I think I wasn't good enough to be in that role, I didn't think I deserved it. Um, I na- I could have named other kids that were, and it was a uh, it was tough for me, you know. It would translate into my schoolwork and um, my daily life. I didn't know how to communicate my feelings about that's ki- this kind of thing. I didn't know. And well, to be fair, growing up when I grew up, I mean, I'm I'm 23, going on 24 right now, and at that time, it, mental health, depression, anxiety. I didn't even know the names for that stuff. It just wasn't something I was familiar with. And the idea of opening up to somebody and telling somebody, hey, I don't feel good enough. It wasn't even on my mind. You know, it was, it was, you know, you repress it and you keep going and you toughen up. And uh, even now, right now I'm opening up to whomever maybe even just myself. I've never said any of this out loud, but it's uh it's weird, you know. You don't want to be you don't want to be vulnerable, not just as some masculine tough guy thing. It's so for me, when I'm depressed, one of my biggest fears is the way it impacts others. And when you're depressed, the last thing you want to be is depressing. You don't want to bring anybody else down with your with your shit, you know. And uh, I'm also, if I do end up posting this, I'm not posting this or saying this stuff or talking about, you know, my thoughts for pity or for sympathy. You know, we, all of us, I think, at some point in our lives, bottle things up inside us um, to make it easier on the people around us and ourselves. We think that not talking about it means they'll go away. But it's been my experience that that just makes it uh, all build and build and build until the point where, also in my experience, uh, you affect the people around you. You don't know how to communicate those feelings, so it can come out in aggression and um, anger. And uh, you hurt the people around you. You feel that shame. You feel that guilt. And then the cycle just continues, you know. Which is one of the things I think I regret the most about my particular struggle with depression is allowing it to take a hold of me and control my actions and affect the people around me. Um, sorry, guys, I got to grab a blanket. It is too cold out here. One second. Alright, and we're back. Sorry for the interruption. Uh, I'm honestly not sure if I'm shivering because of how cold it is. It is pretty cold, but I have a blanket on me and I'm still shivering. Probably, you know, it's it's weird to talk into a microphone and say this stuff out loud. And people probably right now are thinking I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> Maybe I am. Um, yeah, so affecting the people around you... Uh, is something that I've always struggled with. I think uh, 
And choosing the right people to open up with is very difficult. Very, very difficult. Because one of my issues is with trust. And I think it's important for me to say this too. I I don't mean to sound like I'm this, I'm this perfectly trusting or trustworthy guy. And I've never made mistakes. I do too. But it's, um, maybe it's projection with my trust issues. But... I have a fear of uh, trusting somebody with uh, deep things about myself, important stuff about myself. And then one day they're not around anymore and you just gave away this valuable information about yourself and then it's just out in the world now and you don't know where it's going to end up, which maybe is a little overthinking and a little little paranoid, but you you wonder. And uh, there's definitely a lot of people out there that, you know, care about you or want to see you succeed, but there's also just as many, if not more, that are wanting to see you fail or, uh, yeah, wanting to see you fail or maybe they're one way to your face and behind your back they're a whole nother way and it's hard to, uh, it's hard to deal with that, especially I'm I imagine for people now, young younger people than me. But I, one one of my strengths I think is I'm able to sift through peop through the people that are you know, have a narrow minded view of me and what they can get out of me. And to my own detriment I sometimes I'm overly loyal or overly I overly fight for relationships that I shouldn't be fighting for or that other people aren't fighting for as hard as I am which you know that, that'll get you hurt that'll definitely get you hurt um, and it takes its toll on you you know after so so many times you you don't you start to question yourself you know well you wonder if this person should be in your life or maybe maybe I'm the, maybe I'm making it all up in my head and it's not them then it's me you know which i think circles back to that self-worth thing um, let's shift subjects real quick and talk about um, how i'm feeling right now in this moment um, i feel kind of alone, um, kind of, uh, lost, maybe a little confused, um, I think <coughs> when you're younger, you have this vision of your life and this path you think you're supposed to be on, and, uh, and you hear people say it, you know, el- elderly, or not elderly people, but people that are older than you will say, uh, you know, things are going to get thrown in your path and enjoy life while it is now. It's not going to, you know, this is the best time in your life and you just go, yeah, okay, whatever. But then you start to live through it and you realize how true that stuff is and it'll probably, re- it'll probably repeat the cycle with your kids and all that stuff. And I had a plan for my life, you know, I had this perfect scenario when I was 18 and I just got out of high school, which was horrible for me and I'm sure I made it tough for other people too, just like, you know, 
And so I had this this plan, you know, like, okay, this is my clean slate. This is my fresh start. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And uh, boom, that's life. And man, I, after year, going into year two of my uh, adult, quote-unquote adult life. <laughs> that was a really loud whistle, I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> damn, did I get hit with life, you know. You you put your trust trust in people and uh, and it doesn't go the way you plan and you have this idea of yourself and who you're gonna be and how you're gonna treat other people and you just you lose yourself whatever whatever yourself even is. And uh, that was my experience. I lost myself. I let the actions and whims of other people affect how I treated other people, affect my outlook on life. I, I remember when I graduated high school, I was this, this little bundle of positivity. I was trying to help people, you know, putting everybody else before myself, which I think I usually still even do today, but... At that time, at that time, I was just so full of energy and so full of hope that it it, it didn't even occur to me twice. Like it, it didn't. There was no pause when it came to helping other people. And now it's just, it's just like I gotta, you know, I gotta find that spark again, kind of thing. Keep in mind, I don't always feel like this. Or I don't always, I don't always feel down or alone or like I'm struggling there's times I feel way better I wake up and I have energy I wake up I I can do anything that day and then there's other days when you know it's waking up is a massive struggle you know you you wake up just to go back to sleep I think there's people that can identify with that probably and um, I think sometimes you just got to force yourself up and force yourself to get get back out there and keep fighting, keep going. Um, see, I'm already rambling. Let's get back to my story. So yeah, I, I hit those roadblocks and I hit those speed bumps and what my plan was and I, to this day, let's say three three years now, I I still haven't mastered the bounce back or the recovery and a lot a lot of the time I think <coughs> the issue is the amount of pressure I put on myself I think you know we all make mistakes we all screw up alright lots of cars lots of cars going by um I think we all screw up and I mean there's varying levels of mistakes I've made more than my my fair share I continue to do so and I also have done a lot of good but I think the issue in my mind is I put more weight on my mistakes than I do on the good I do and I think it's very difficult for me to forgive myself I 
tend to dwell on the mistakes I make and the people I hurt. And you know what? Honestly, vice versa. I mean, I, I dwell on the people that have hurt me. I just can't. I think forgiveness is such a huge hole in whatever myself is. I I don't know how to do that. I don't have the tools for it. And the fact of the matter is, how do I get back to you know making other people feel good when I I don't feel good about me? You know, one of the reasons I do com- like I try to do comedy or I, I just try to keep people laughing is so they don't they don't have enough time to look at me, you know, closely, see me for me. They don't have time. If I keep them laughing, and I I keep them distracted with laughter. They don't get to see the me that I'm insecure about or the me that me that I don't want to look at sometimes. And I think uh that's been a that's been a drive when it comes to the videos I make and I mean a big part of me is making other people laugh, making other people happy. That there's nothing there's nothing better than seeing somebody laugh because of what you just said or what you did like that's it's a I mean it's a gift every time somebody tells me or comments that th- that I made their day or this video they're having a bad day this video was just what they needed or this made their week I mean there's nothing um, nothing better than that I mean yeah obviously this is something I would love to make a career out of but. Uh, <coughs> Just being able to make other people happy and feel good is is instant gratification. But then I, I think to myself, is that enough? Am I doing enough? I don't know. Let's circle back again to my past. So then I beat myself up for thinking, man, you, you made this move for other people and you changed the trajectory of your life and you made this plan surrounding making other people happy and trying to please other people so it didn't connect in my mind my mind that the issue wasn't I put my trust in the wrong people the issue was I didn't do anything for me so when it came to bouncing back instead of throwing my time into myself I said okay I left this group of people or I left blank and blank and maybe they were the ones that I was supposed to stick around with. Maybe they were the ones that I was supposed to, <coughs> you know, make my close, my, my close group. So I said, okay, boom, I'm going to go back a couple steps and be with those people and, you know, make those people lives better if I can impact those people in a positive way without first getting my house in order, getting getting myself to the point where you know I love myself that's a that's a tough one loving yourself you know I think there's a fine line between loving yourself and you know it's I think if I if I just told myself you're perfect just the way you are I would never get any better, you know. I think 
the mistakes I've made have made me more of an empathetic person, have made me more more conscious of how I treat other people and how I should be treated. And then again, how I treat other people is often often disproportionate, especially the people closest to me. Because I don't think I'm worth the trouble and if I'm feeling depressed or down or anxious, I don't want to negatively affect those people. And now, especially these days with, you know, you have the word toxic and thrown around all the time. It's, you don't want to be labeled that. I mean, how, how demoralizing if you reach out for help and somebody goes, dude, you're being, you're being kind of toxic. There's a story in my head that I think I, I will have to talk about one day, but I just, I don't think this is the time for that, so we're gonna ignore that one, which is probably the one I should talk about, but forget it. But, um, I think that's something, that's a difficult thing to, to navigate, you know. I'm sure there's people right now thinking, oh, this guy, look at this guy, he's, he's a toxic person. Maybe sometimes I am, and I think in my past there's been points where I have been. And, um, but I also think we still need to work on loving each other better these days. I mean, we've forgotten what it means to understand one another or try to understand one another. And it creates gaps and it makes it more difficult to treat each other with respect and with love. And So then I came back came back to quote I came back quote unquote home and I tried to pick up the pieces and do things right this time whatever whatever right means and in some ways I did a good job in a ton of ways I screw up man you know I I'm an imperfect person like everybody nobody's perfect and uh the issue I have is again I just don't I don't know how to how to go. You screwed up. Sorry, let's let the asshole pass by. I don't know how to say you screwed up, but that's alright, because that's gonna happen. I just don't know how to do that, you know. Um I, I don't know how to say the word I don't know how to go, you're worthy. I make a mistake. It's just the it's the focal point of my mind. I think everybody can relate a little bit with staying up at night and thinking about <coughs> what you should have said or what you should have done or how you should have treated this person or Yeah. A lot of people have this opinion of me that I'm this like internet douchebag, which let's be fair, I am a little bit, but it's it's tough and it was a label to put on me by other people and I think as time went on but you keep hearing that and if you don't have a positive opinion of yourself or any love for yourself you let you let that you let those negative thoughts 
that other people put out towards you enter your enter your brain and they start to affect who you are and how you react to things and how you treat other people and in a lot of ways I became that douchebag but in a lot of ways I don't want to do that I don't I, yeah I don't know man I hope at least some of what I'm saying is making sense I guess I'll know when I play it back to myself but If I do end up posting this, if anything, I want people who think they have an opinion of me or who, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to talk about, it's hard to talk about how you wish other people would perceive you, especially because, I mean, if you've seen my videos, <laughs> image is not something that I really I really put a ton of value on but I think I also you know I don't want people to consider me as this internet douchebag you know I don't want to I want to be more I want to help other people I want to my motivation isn't a couple more Instagram followers and some more likes on Instagram my motivation is how can I grow a platform to not only help other people but but account for my mistakes to other people, hold myself accountable in the eyes of other people so that maybe people can learn from my mistakes or, you know, get something out of my journey and you know, maybe it will help them. Maybe there's somebody that's listening to this thinking they're alone and If I could, if I could help, you know, one other person in in my life get out of a hole, I think I think um, that's what it that's what it's about, you know. I've had friends from high school who took their own lives. I I, I didn't even know, and it starts to you know, you start to wonder well, what what could I have done? What what should I have done? Why why wasn't I more aware of their life and you know, I don't want that to be anybody else. You don't want you don't want to suffer if you're somebody that's suffering or feeling down about yourself. Not sure, not sure how to continue with life. Just remember that there's good and there's bad days. I think that's that's one thing. But I'm happy that I I understand at least a little bit about myself is that I I have bad days but I also have really really good days and um, yeah it's just tough when you're having a depressive episode and all the thoughts that are coming out are negative but you have to acknowledge that and you have to realize that it's not always going to be this way things are going to get better Well, um, yeah, this was very weird for me. Very weird. I think a good place to end it would be on something I said previously. 
I know I'm not a great a great man or whatever that means, but I, I'm trying to be a good person. And I'm going to screw up. I'm going to have bad days. But I know that I'm going to work hard not to let that bleed out into the way I treat other people and the way I treat myself. Yeah.